Welcome to the Farmer's Voice. I'm Alan Watts with Kentucky Farm Bureau. On today's program, we visit with Jason McGlone from Carter County. Jason, tell us about your farming operation. We used to grow a lot of tobacco, but now we're mainly a row crop, uh, cow-calf operation. Uh, we grow corn, soybeans, wheat. Uh, got about uh, 60 monocows. Me and my wife also own a small uh, independent southern state store here here in the county. Tell us about the history of your farming operation, first of all. Tell us, how, how did you guys get started? Are you first-time farmers, uh, long-time farmers, or what? Uh, we're actually long-time farmers. Uh, I'm, I'm the uh, sixth generation uh, of our farm. It was established in 1883. Uh, we currently, at the moment, uh, my grandmother, my dad, myself, and then my kids live on the farm right now. Uh, at the moment, so we're 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 still farming ground that my ancestors farmed. That's a neat history there. Tell, you mentioned some of the things you grow you grow and raise on the farm. Tell us a little bit more about those. Uh, how much you do? What, how big is your farm operation there? We run about uh, average about two hundred acres of corn. Uh, most of our corn goes to uh, dog, local dog food plants. Uh, we have two right here close to us. Soybeans. We're we're running about a thousand a little over a thousand acres of soybeans. Uh, we ship them to ADM uh, down in uh, Silver Grove, Kentucky. Uh, our wheat actually goes to the dog food manufacturers also. Uh, one of them makes some uh, chicken feed and stuff. That's where our wheat goes. And we actually bail the straw up, and it, we sell it through our farm supply store. You mentioned the farm supply store. How did you guys, is this something been in the family for quite some time, something you and your wife do or what? Uh, me and my wife own it. Uh, she was in the medical field uh, for a pretty good while. Uh, just didn't want to do that her whole life. She grew up in farming, uh, her family farm and stuff over in Ohio. Uh, the, I know the gentleman that owned the store for, for a pretty good while. Uh, and uh, we approached him one day about purchasing it, and, and he, he wasn't ready to sell at the time. And it's been, uh, we bought the store in 2012. So you kind of see things from both sides, as a farmer's perspective, and on the supply side too, don't you? Correct, correct. Yeah, we. Uh, it, it's kind of a when we bought the store, everybody was kind of glad because you know we still farm, and and so we try to get product as cheap as we possibly can, but still maintain maintain a quality product. Uh, that's the reason we stick with a lot of Southern States brand stuff. It's a good, uh, good product at a reasonable price. And uh, the store is actually it actually joins our farm property. What's this year been like for you, Jason, in your store there? What's it been like as far as people planning and doing things? The store situation has been unreal this year. Uh, the garden sea has been phenomenal. Uh, uh, chickens, uh, my wife, I think we've sold probably ten times as many chicks as she normally sells in the springtime. It's been a odd year for us but it's been a good year for us uh we've got a lot of people she we carry canning supplies and stuff uh my wife does a lot of facebook uh, uh advertisement of all of our products and and uh so it's it's been a it's been a challenging year but it's been a good year kind of different do you think people got maybe a little different appreciation for agriculture now that we've been through what we've been through this year jason i, I sure hope so um the year that we've been through, I mean, uh, you know, we can't just because the rest of the county or the state or the world is shut down doesn't mean that, you know, farming can't stop. We've still got to produce food and fiber and clothing for everybody, regardless of whether they're working or not. they still got to eat. I think it's interesting about the store. It's just it's fascinating because I know we've seen the same thing 
here locally, people are buying and buying supplies and things like that <laughs> that they haven't bought in years. You know. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, there there for a while, you could even buy a garden hose. I mean, it, she got like thirty garden hose in in one day and sold like fifteen of them within a three or four hour period. That's incredible. <laughs> Anything particular been popular? Or just pretty much. You mentioned chickens. That's a, a lot of people right going into the chicken business. They've never been there either. Yes, chickens have been have been popular this year. Uh, uh, home raised beef. Uh, we've got a many night gentleman here in town uh, that that produces beef. Uh, we've got a couple other local suppliers here and stuff, and they they've said the beef market has went outrageous, which is good for them. Uh, the, the problem is is the your packers now are uh, are the packer that we use. They're booking out until until next May now. So that's you know that's going to be an issue farther on down the road. Tell me a little bit yeah. about your involvement in the community there, Jason. What kind of things are you involved in there, you and your wife? We're involved in the Cattlemen's Association. Uh, we do, uh, of course. You know, this year's going to be a little different. We have some events at our store. We host a cattle uh, cattle meeting and stuff, and, and provide food for for people for all the farmers here. Um, uh, we also do a kids' day. Uh, we take our combine, some of the equipment down to the store, let the kids climb on it and, and open up the store you know, for kids to adventure through. We have uh, we take a big uh, 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 watering tub and put shilled corn in it and have a roping contest and all that stuff for the community. Uh, do all the things here and there. We were involved with the chamber for a while, but then we kind of let that uh, go. Just uh, uh, we got we got we got three. Uh, young kids, so we kind of had to had to put some things on the back burner and focus more on the family for a while. What are some of the big struggles out there to farm for you, Jason? What are some things that really keep you up at night? Our biggest issue is uh, you know land availability. Um, we're very fortunate here in this area. Uh, there's not a whole lot of competition for the farming side of it. Uh, our average field size most of the time is between thirty to forty acres. Uh, our, our biggest thing is the marketing side of it is trying to move things uh you know we, if it wasn't for the dog food plants the corn for us would be a little hard to move we do sell some through our store but not enough to justify for what we grow um, that's that's our biggest biggest concern is is the marketing side of it what about the, what do you enjoy the most about the farm obviously you you sixth generation farmer and your family there what do you enjoy the most about the farm my family uh being able to uh take my kids with me whether it's combining planting corn uh planting beans or whatever uh my well my, all my kids now show uh, show animals so in the fair so we we're involved with that and of course this year's been uh been a mess with the fair situation with a lot of fairs canceling and stuff so but uh you know watching them grow up and and work with their animals and and uh you know learn learning you know that's that's the key thing learning you know there is hard work out here but if you work hard at it, uh, something will come of it. Our guest today on the Farmer's Voice, Jason McGlone from Carter County. I'm Alan Watts for Kentucky Farm Bureau.